Hey, onesies, Josh Williams here, and thanks for checking out this week's episode of the One Man Podcast. It's always free and available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play Music, and many more, as well as on the web at onemanpodcast.com. So please, whatever platform you're listening on, like and subscribe. Uh, while you're at it, give it a rating, leave a review. Why? Because it helps the podcast, and I'd really appreciate it. How about that? What about social media? Search One Man Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube to keep up with what's going on there. Get a little extra content for yourself. And finally, to get in touch, please send your emails to contact at onemanpodcast.com. You send it, I read it on the podcast, that's the deal. Thanks for listening, guys, and I hope you enjoy this week's episode. What's up, guys? This is comedian Paul Verzi, and you are listening to the One Man Podcast. Yeah! Hey, it's Josh Williams, and welcome to the One Man Podcast, episode number 136 for Wednesday, December 18th, 2019. How's it going, onesies? How are you guys? You enjoying the holiday season so far? I think the next one lands directly on uh, Xmas Day, on Holiday Day, right? We don't call it, we can't say Christmas anymore. It's a war on Christmas. I, this, I'm, I'm going to be recording this Christmas morning. That's what I'm going to do. While I'm all alone on Christmas morning, I will be... Uh, I'll be chatting. I won't be alone. I will be with you guys in spirit, knowing that none of you will be waking up Christmas morning, <laughs> expecting this podcast to be ready. Uh, cause you'll be with your family and your loved ones, right? You better be. I hope you are. I hope you are. If you're not, if you're like me and you're alone, well, then fire me an email, contact at one man podcast.com. I should be saving all of this for, for next Saturday or whatever. Next, uh, next Wednesday. Right. <laughs> Where's the podcast? Just me hanging from a ceiling fan or something. It wouldn't hold me up. We all know that. Um, let me have a sip of water here. Mm-mm. Still have my uh, aligners in still messing with the way I talk. So I'm sorry. Bear with me through that point is guys. It's a great time of year, isn't it? It's a magical time of year. So I hope, uh, I hope you guys are having a great time, uh, getting ready for the holidays and whatnot. I will be telling you guys this week about, um, the activations that I did last weekend had some visits with friends. I uh, got a new phone, big whoop. It's actually just been a giant pain in the ass. Oh, and they're still messaging me. They never stop. They never stop messaging me. Oh, I looked. All right. Well, there you go. There's a perfect example of it. So I've noticed with my new phone that if I, I'll tell you now, cause I'll forget. Um, it's got that face recognition bullshit. So I've, I've, I've looked at the phone and I've noticed it. I thought I fucked up something. Uh, during the restoration process, I'll go into all of that. It's been a fuck. It hasn't been a nightmare. It hasn't been a nightmare. It has just been time consuming. Holy shit balls. It's been time consuming. Um, but I noticed on the phone, like, if I get a notification, it would just say like someone's name and what app, you know what I mean? Like if it's WhatsApp or something, it'd be like, you know, this let's say John, make a nice, easy anonymous name, John. And then it says notification. And I'm like, well, why isn't it, you know, you used to be able to look at it and it would show you a line or two of what it said. I think for privacy reasons, um, it doesn't, it doesn't do that anymore. This is a notification, right? So like, if you have that, you know, you're sitting at a, uh, you know, with your, with your girl, or your significant other, and you know, you get a message from Shelly, uh, who the fuck is Shelly? And why is she asking you what you're doing? Right. You need a little bit of privacy. So I guess now it just says it. However, here's the thing. I've got my phone sitting in this like stand-up charger. It's like a stand charger. And I look over and I see that it says notification. I'm like, oh, and I leaned forward to see whose name it was. And I guess my face recognized it and it immediately disclosed all the information. Uh, my friend, Sophie Buttle, who's a comic in Vancouver, 
started here in Ottawa, but uh, she's comic in Vancouver and she has a bit about how she's like, I don't care about the face technology. I'll just wait till he's sleeping and hold his phone in front of his face. So there you go, guys, lock your phone up in a safe before you go to bed because those sneaky witches, they never run out of ways to look for fucking, you know, <laughs> methods to break into your privacy. Oh, excuse me. I have a really trusting, I'm sorry, I'm drinking a carbonated water here. Water burps. Um, yeah. Oh, we have a good relationship and we trust each other. And then when he sleeps, that's the thing too. You think that's, you think that's why women are constantly giving us chores during the course of the day? You know what I mean? Oh, go cut the lawn, do the dishes, take out the trash, build me shells and stuff. It's just so that when we pass out, we're so fucking worn out that they got time to, to go through our shit. You know, I can't, I can't, I'm, I'm you know, having a weekday. He can't be relaxed. Cause then if I meddle, you know, my, my scurrying and my fucking scratching, <laughs> I treat them like they're rats. Yar, God damn it. Nosy vermin. Get out of our shit. Uh, <laughs> I'm just thinking about your woman sitting, wake up in the middle of the night and she's scurrying through piles of paper in the corner, making a little fucking nest of arguments that she's going to have with you the next day. Oh, right. And that's when, when they ask you something, you're like, where did you hear about that? Don't even worry about it. Answer the fucking question. You're like, whoa, who the fuck told you that? I found it when I was meddling. I'm trying to find better words for that too. Meddling, not, not scheming, but just fucking intrusive. I mean, I can't even act like it was that bad when I was in a relationship. It's just the level of like, just like you could be perfectly honest and, and not be up to anything. And then you just, you start, I mean, at least for me, you start to get to a point where you're like, I wasn't doing anything wrong. Now I'm afraid to do anything, even the right things. Cause I'm like, how could this be perceived as wrong? You know what I mean? Cause you know, that's the angle that's going to come at you sometimes. You're like, I, I'm just living in fear all the time. I can't even do good things because it's always going to be seen as bad. I think that's why most guys just go, ah, fuck it. Fuck it. I'm just going to do whatever I want. Why don't you care? Well, I used to, and then you made me feel like I was wrong. It's like, okay, so here's the thing with leadership. I'm going all over the fucking map today. Uh, probably because I don't have a lot to tell you guys, <laughs> but that's what happens when my phone goes off. Right. Um, maybe this new phone thing is bigger than I thought. Just interesting. I, I really can't. What's this? The scurrying is not the run. Scratching, just the fucking scuffling around. I don't know. Sorry, there's a word that I can't think of, and it's driving me crazy because I'm a lunatic. Thanks for tuning into the One Man Podcast, guys. Um, I'll, I'll get back to my notes real quick here. Okay, I got a new phone. I did uh, some some sampling in Hamilton with a buddy of mine, Jad, and I'll tell you all sorts of stories and things that we got up to over there. Played some games with Evan and Jess, and uh, yeah, I think that's it off the top of my head. Spent some time with my buddy Cam. Uh, well, I was in the area, but I'll make that part of the, the whole, uh, sh- the whole to do, but yeah, I, uh, I don't know. Isn't it nuts? I, I tell people in leadership positions all the time that, or, or just into anytime you're trying to get someone to change behavior. Okay. Like I remember when it would be like at home, right. When I was living at home when I was young and a teenager. And if I was like, if I was getting in shit for not doing chores, like I would try and I would get. I would get chores done and then my mom would come home and then she'd bitch about like the shit that I hadn't done. And it was funny because like, it's funny when you're young and you don't know anything about psychology, you're like, Oh, what, like, uh, what am I, what am I doing wrong? I should, Oh, if this person says this is what's making them mad. So if I do that, they'll stop being mad. And it's not the case. All you get older and you realize like, Oh, it's that two different things. Okay. So it's not that you realize two different things, but two different things. One angle is, 
when you're young and you're like, okay, well, I didn't try and I got in shit and I tried and I got in shit. So I'm just not going to try. That's one thing. That's, and that's a large, a lot of people's psychology. So I've been big as I've gotten older, big on like, if I see someone making an effort, I, I give tons of praise and tons of recognition for the effort. Because if I give you shit and you try, you're not trying and I give you shit when you try, then you're just going to go, well, I could just not waste my time and do that stuff. And I'm still going to get in shit. So do I want to fuck around and get in shit or do I want to work hard and get in shit? I'd rather fuck around and get in shit. All right. I hope some of you who are like this as human beings, and I know you're out there, listen to this. This is a, this is a good point. All right. I'm fucking. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my points are good. Okay. Um, that's what I'm trying to say is you just fucking, if somebody's trying, all right, that, but the, the thing that I learned when I got older, right? So two things, one thing was I got, you know, people start to realize that if, if I try, I get in shit, no matter what, I'm not going to try. All right. And that's, that's think about that person giving the shit. Okay. But I got older and I learned the thing about psychology is that this is just an angry person. If somebody gets mad about shit, they come home and they just get mad about shit. If you're like, oh, well, I will work on that thing. You learn eventually, oh, this person is just an angry person and they don't know how to deal with their anger and they don't even really know what the root of their anger is. And it's just easy for them to come home and blow out the lines on some small thing or whatever it is, but it's not that thing. It's that person and no amount of doing dishes or sweeping the floors or taking out the trash or making the bed or doing your laundry and folding, put any of that menial shit. Right. That's them in their head thinking, oh, I'm in a shitty mood and I come home to a dirty house and that's what makes me upset. No, it's an angry person. They don't fucking know what their anger is coming from and they just blow it out on whatever they can. It's easier to blame outward shit than go, oh, I fucking hate my life and I'm doing nothing to make it better. Oh, holy night, the night when I got shit on. Because I burnt the croissants. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to think of stuff you'd make on a Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So I, excuse me. Uh, sorry, I thought I tilted my head far enough away. Come on, Alphonic. Clean up my oral flatulence. Oh, I mouth farted. Um, okay, so. Uh, last week I was telling you guys about how I was doing an activation that absolutely sucked. The manager sucked. Uh, I don't want to shit on the guy as a human being, but it was garbage manager. Well, I went on to find out this week that he has been completely replaced and let go from the company, which kind of sucks. I feel like that's not a, uh, I mean, who knows this, this marketing shit's vicious. If you guys want to watch, I've been watching the show again lately. I, I never got past the second season. I don't think, but I've been watching it again. You guys got to watch it's on Netflix called Bojack Horseman. Will Arnett does the main character voice. And there's a few other characters or a few other actors that are quite good. Christian Schultz in it. And uh, Aaron Paul who plays the, uh, he's the Hobbit from Breaking Bad that always says, bitch, yo, what up, bitch? You want some fucking scante? Like he's got this tough guy voice, but he, I, I don't know how anyone ever took Jesse Pinkman seriously as a tough guy or whatever. Like he was, he was tossed around like a little bitch. And at the end of the show, spoiler alert, he ends up being these, these, you know, these actual tough guys, uh, pet gerbil. So, <laughs> so anyways, but everyone acts like he's a tough guy and I fucking hated El Camino. It was a, to me, it was an excuse to just do like little cameo scenes. Hey, let's have a scene with a bunch of different scenes with people from the show. And it'll be like a little nostalgia thing, but really wasn't much of anything. Like if that's supposed to bookend breaking bad, that movie was balls. But having shared that bit of positivity with you, uh, Bojack Horseman is a great show. Um, in the sense that it gives you a pretty, 
pretty, I mean, obviously it's satirized, but it gives you a pretty honest view of how like cutthroat the industry can be, uh, the entertainment industry. Uh, you know, there, there's a lot of like agents and, and producers and this and that, and, uh, you know, washed up actors and trying to find, you know, get work again and whatnot divas on set it's a good show bojack horseman and it's about someone dealing with all their demons and shit like that um but it's funny and it's it's not fake like they're kind of going at the industry in the sense it's like yeah you're incredibly replaceable you are a commodity uh the second you are not of interest to somebody uh you're fucking out on your ass like like the entertainment industry uses people up. If they can still make a dollar on you, like that's the thing I, I watched the young actors and things like that and musicians and they think they're all hot shit. It's like, do you know how many people before you got big and came and went and that was it? You know, like in, in five years from now, you could be like begging for work. doesn't matter how big you are right now. Um, but anyways, yeah, it's, it's, you definitely get, get treated, you know, you use them. You're a, you're a human commodity. Having said that, um, I'm getting back to the marketing industry as well, right? Like it's, it's just like anything else. It's promotion, public, public eye, that kind of shit. Um, and yeah, so I, I really, it was a shame that the guy got shit canned for, uh, for being a bad leader. You'd think that they'd reassign him or maybe demote him, but he got like, he got his fucking walking papers, right? He was walking down the street, talking to his lunchbox. We used to say that when I was uh, 18 doing my electrical apprenticeship. Used to say, ah, you know, send him home talking to his lunchbox, <laughs> uh, which was an homage back to the old factory worker days where you'd bring a lunchbox to you. Yes. They didn't have a canteen everywhere. You'd have to bring your, your apple and your, your shitty peanut butter and jelly sandwich wrapped in wax paper. And you were happy to have it. I think that's, wasn't that it? There was like a, that, that's basically like every lunchbox to get the metal, that big metal flip top lunchbox, pull out the wax paper, right? Cause they didn't have saran wrap. That was for, that was for the, the social elite. Only they had the money for that kind of stuff, <laughs> right? So it'd be like wrapped in wax paper, tied with like twine, and then an apple, right? And for some reason, a green apple is the one that comes to mind, the Granny Smith, not the, uh, which is funny because Granny Smiths were invented in like 1980s by some bitch in uh, Australia. Some bitch. What a nice thing to say, Josh. Not some divine woman who liked, who took an apple and went, hey, this is too delicious. Can we just sour this some bitch up a little bit? I want an apple that tastes more like cheese than like an apple. <laughs> Can we make that? Um, so yeah, that was, a that was my interpretation of it. Sent him home talking to his lunchbox. Isn't it funny how my fucking ADD can just run me down several different roads. I'm trying to talk about how a guy got fired and said, I'm describing like 1950s <laughs> metal lunchbox contents, right? And then there's the thermos. That's all I see. I see the apple. I see the sandwich. I see the thermos. Oh boy. Howdy. Would that ever fuel you up at a day at the old iron mill? Huh? Um, <laughs> so, uh, what next? I'm just staring at my wall of fucking whiskey here. Drinking my water. I tell you, rather have something else in this can. Um, I love water though. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing I have a list of shit I want to talk about, considering I'm just going all over the fucking place. I actually feel like I'm having a lot of fun doing it. All right. So, dude got his walking papers. Uh, and we got a new guy, um, Nat from Toronto. He was cool. I had to, Jad and I were in uh, Toronto doing a gig not toronto we were in hamilton past toronto i just look at toronto because it was like a long drive and it was very close to toronto anyways um justifying my minor mistakes i don't give a fuck yes i i I was in fucking vegas i wasn't uh but i can say a city and be wrong um 
Yeah, we were in Hamilton. So what I did was I helped them out um, in terms of setup. I went and I met the new guy, Nat. I did the setup on Thursday, helped them out. And then Jad and I uh, got the fuck out of Dodge and we went to Hamilton to do cheese samplings all weekend. Oh, but not your average bricks of cheddar. No, no, no. We did some very fine, soft cheeses, some breeze and goat cheeses from the lovely province of Quebec. Um, no, they're really nice. Um, and to be honest with you, we are just, we are going, um, it's not super interesting story wise, like, but Jad and I were in different locations over the course of Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Jad even picked up doubles over the course of the weekend. So I think we did our shifts on Friday and then we got a message like two in the morning saying like, Hey, we had someone bailed. You guys want to do either of you want to work a double. So Jad took that on himself. Uh, cause there was no fucking way I was going to do it. I'm like, I need a little bit of recoup time. So um, we were basically going to all sorts of different stores, but I'm going to tell you about these stores because they only have them in Hamilton. Uh, I think there's like maybe one in Toronto on like the far, the far West side, but, um, uh, they're called, okay. So the stores that we were in, there's a bunch of them in Hamilton. They're called, uh, Fortino's, I believe, or for, yeah, Fortino, F-O-R-T-I-N-O-S. doesn't really matter, but they're owned by Loblaws. So I'm sorry to my, my, uh, international listeners don't know, but it's a big, uh, corporate chain. So think like Walmart, but just of, of just grocery stores, generally speaking. Okay. So they own these, uh, Loblaws owns this place called Fortino's and, and there's no Loblaws in, in Hamilton. They're all Fortino's, but you go into these, these grocery stores, they look a lot like a Loblaws, except for the fact that they have massive like in-house, uh, food sections when you go in. So when you first go in, there's like, a uh, you know, a coffee, a little coffee spot, like looks like it's own little coffee shop. And they've got like a, a carvery where they make like meatballs and sandwiches and things like that. Then they've got like a, like a little bake spot where they do pizza and breads and things like that. The pizza was fantastic, by the way. Then they have, uh, like your standard hot lunch place where it's like chicken wings and chicken fingers and chicken burgers and fries and onion rings and scalloped potatoes and that stuff a lot more traditional towards the Loblaws side. Um, except better. And then they have, when you walk past all those nice little areas, they have a really, really cool. And their bakery area is unbelievable. Shit loads of different kinds of really nice breads, shit loads of cakes and cookies and, and cupcakes and really elegant, nice looking things. So like very, very high end, right? Like you feel like you went into a very nice bakery or whatever. So I have all this shit and it's just a grocery store. But every single Fortino's, we were, we were probably in five different ones, five or six different ones over the course of the entire weekend. And every one of them had these bakery areas. So they actually do their own in-house uh, donuts and croissants and everything like that. And what you would probably normally expect to be like garbage um, were pretty fucking good. Like I'm a fat fuck. Sorry, fuck who is fat. Um, but Jad is in shape. Jad goes to the gym. He takes care of himself. And both Jad and I were like, okay, we were eating like the donuts. We were getting some, a couple donuts every day, you know, some bread. We got, they had these flattened bagel things. They actually do Montreal style bagels there, which are like Kettleman's in Ottawa. And I can't really think of anywhere else outside of Ottawa to reference. Like they're Montreal style bagels. If you know what that is, that's what they do at this place. So they're very, very good. They're, they're flavorful. They were cheap too. That was the thing. It was like, you know, they tasted like the stuff that you're paying everywhere else. So for example, if I get a dozen bagels at Kettleman's, that cost me 10 bucks, right? So I'm, pa- I'm going to the spot that makes them and I'm paying over a dollar per bagel, which is crazy, especially when you're buying that quantity, right? It used to be like six, five bucks, six bucks for a dozen bagels. I'm like, yeah, 50 cents. It's fucking dope. Well, now they're way more expensive than that. But this place, you go and you buy a dozen bagels, they're a dollar each. 
and they're good. They're big. They had cheese bagels and bacon and cheese bagels and all these. And so, so fucking delicious. All right. I'm a fat guy getting excited about baked goods. I get it, but it's the holidays, right? Um, I, uh, we, we only got, I think I got half a dozen bagels to bring home with me. And, uh, but the donuts were like fresh. Let's put it this way. These donuts fucking demolish. And I mean like demolish. They're like Krispy Kreme level good, if not better. They're made in-house, which by the way, Tim Hortons is not. Tim Hortons, they they do, uh, like they send in frozen and they basically just warm them up at the locations is my understanding before I get accused of slander. But um, yeah, it's my understanding that they're actually shipped to the, the locations and then they warm them up and then they like dip the chocolate on them or something like that. And I don't even know if that's the case anymore. But Tim Hortons, all right, a, a staple in Canada has fallen so, so far. They used to have good coffee and good donuts. Then they had good coffee and kind of shitty donuts. Then they had uh, good coffee and never any donuts in stock for some reason. Then they have bad coffee. So they have bad, oh yeah, and they introduced uh, food items like sandwiches and stuff, which were horrible right from the get-go. And they were like, yeah, so come in and have our shitty food, our decent donuts, and our good coffee. Then it was like, have our shitty food, our shitty donuts, and our good coffee. And now that they've let go of their, their, you know, coffee recipe, now it's like, hey, come to us, we have shit. Garbage. You know what? Their new model should be, hey, come to us, we have a drive-thru and we're probably open. That's, that's Tim Horton's motto. Now they're our national coffee place. Like everything's garbage. Dunkin' Donuts is better. Uh, McDonald's is insanely good for their coffee. Um, so yeah. Um, but telling that story, like, like I said, for Tino's, we go into this, just, it's, it's just a regular grocery store, dollar a donut, whatever. Fucking delicious. Absolutely delicious. Everything made in house. So I, I gotta say, I wish we had these. Well, it's probably best that we don't. Cause it, you know, if we had for Tino's in fucking Ottawa, I'd be, I'd be dead. I'd be there. just like if we had a Sonic here or a taco place like they do in LA, like some of the good foods. I like, I'm glad that they're, that I've situated myself far away from them because they're too goddamn delicious. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, those were the, those were the rest or the, the grocery stores that we were, and then we were sampling cheese and stuff like that. Um, night number one, when we finished, Jad and I went to a place called Buffalo wild wing, uh, Nothing particularly special with that. I'd heard of it several times in podcasts. Uh, it's actually uh, a place that for some reason, Bill Burr references all the time. Like, I think that's like his making fun of the sports bar and shitty food place, but I'd heard of Buffalo Wild Wings so many times. I'm like, ah, we drove past it on our way in. And I'm like, ah, we got to try that. We got ourselves a nice little Airbnb, by the way, in a nice upscale part of town. Cool little spot. We didn't get to spend a lot of time there. It was basically just crash, but nice spot. We were, we were well taken care of. It's not like my regular Airbnbs. Uh, Cause this one I didn't have to pay for it. Company did. So I'm like, all right, well, let's find something that humans can live in. Right. The regular listeners, listeners of the podcast are well aware that I, uh, <laughs> I have pl- stayed in some pretty shady Airbnbs. You know what I mean? I get stuck in these fucking things. Uh, with door handles that don't work or locks that are broken or no parking. I've, I've had my share of fucking garbage places. So yeah, we got ourselves uh, checked into the Airbnb. Sorry. I saw something on the, the wall and I had to go check my whiskey shelves that I had built recently. I thought maybe one of them was pulling on the wall and sort of popped something. I was wrong. Just the way the light hit it. Um, but yeah, so we went to Buffalo wild wings. I got to check out the the hype, any opportunity to see a, you know, try a, a U.S. brand of something, I give it a try just so I can fall in love with it and be glad that I don't live there so I can eat it all the time. Well, this was not the case with Buffalo Wild Wing. Buffalo Wild Wing, 
was expensive. The service was shit. And uh, like they had the scale, like we have like 20 different flavors and here's how hot they rise. We tried them. Jad ordered something like almost near the top and it wasn't really even spicy at all. Um, so just a shit spot we have in, uh, in Ottawa and I've seen them around other places, places called wild wing or wild wings, but Buffalo wild wing, uh, Buffalo wild wings is sorry. It's own thing. Completely different than wild wing, even though the names are very close. Um, so yeah, I went there the first night we tried that, whatever, uh, had some whiskey at the Airbnb, uh, woke up early and on Saturday morning, uh, Jad and I had to run around to different locations to pick up assets and then drop them off in a fucking snowstorm in Hamilton. Um, it was, it was, it took us time. Fuck. It was, it was a rough day. Like I, I, the first time ever since I've got my new vehicle last January, uh, my HRV that I got like notifications on the thing, like says radar, some features, some automatic features will not work because radar is obstructed. Uh, just turned out it was just covered in snow from like the slushy snow that was dripping on it. And, uh, you know, bunched up under the, or, or above the license plate and blocked the radar. So I thought for some reason it had to do with like the cameras on the windshield. Totally wrong about that though. Mm-hmm. Nothing super interesting or funny about that, but, um, anything else, anything else that stands out on Saturday night, I got to visit my buddy, Cam, a uh, regular listener of the podcast great dude puts me uh got me onto the cup and char pepperoni available in the uh, st Catharines niagara region um he ordered one of those up for us we let him know we were on our way uh with the double shifts we were a little later getting there than we wanted to be but you know um it was it was nice um went to hang out with him in the st Catharines area uh jad came with me we just basically sat around drinking whiskey eating cup and char pizza it was fucking amazing it's never long enough when i get to hang out with my buddy cam like last time we were together we got to spend one night together hanging out and then the day we sort of went to the see the sites uh of, of niagara falls which i'd never seen before um so a big thank you again for that cam and then um and then I had to head back to shows in Toronto. Um, and this time, because of the fact that we were working. So Jad and I drove down Friday morning. We got to the Airbnb, to the shifts. Actually, I had to drop Jad off in Oakville, which is close to Hamilton. So it was like, it was such a coordination thing where basically Jad's like Ubering between locations during his day. Cause I'm driving at the other, like I'm driving to the other ones. Um, we ended up. So day one, I dropped him at that and he Ubered to the Buffalo Wild Wing where we met. And then I took him back to the Airbnb, which he still hadn't been to. Um, Saturday morning, he took the double shift. So we got up, drove a bunch of shit around and then dropped him at, uh, dropped him at his location. Then I drove to mine. We worked all day, got back to the Airbnb, very quick change. Oh, that was something that fucked. Okay. So because we had drove, I mean, it's not overly entertaining, but it drove me, it drove me crazy. So maybe me just being, I was like, I, I haven't been that like, gosh, like I was screaming in the car. I'll tell you the story. So in that morning, this is what happened. All right. That day I was going to go to one location. Jad was going to go to another. We wake up to text messages saying someone bailed this to one of you guys want to work a double. Jad's a soldier. I mean, normally if Jad said, no, I probably would have done it, but I wanted to offer him the money first. Jad says he'll take it. So we get a list of, okay, the store that Jad, the second store that Jad is going to be at, you know, and this was a coordinated thing to like, I, I'll probably lose, tra- maybe this will help me tell my story. The fact that I might confuse you guys with all this, because it was confusing to us. All right. When we're, when we're driving to Hamilton, we get a, we get information from our boss saying, okay, tonight, Josh, the store that you go to, you're going to take the package. Like you're going to take the kit 
with you because you're going to take it home and give it to Jad, who's going to take it to the store he's doing tomorrow and the store you go to already has one. So we're, we're exchanging assets. I'm going to work at one store. Jad's working another. I'm taking the stuff to give it to Jad the next day so he can take it to the store he's going to. And then that's it. Okay. But we get this text message. Hey, who wants to work at double shift? Okay, Josh, you need to take Jad to this location or sorry. It was, can you go to location number four, pick up the assets, take them to Jad's second location. The, the stuff that you brought home last night, Jad will take to location one. But I'm like, well, I can't pick up the location. I can't. So it was kind of like, I can't pick up this new shit because my car is full of the old shit. So Jad and I drove to the spot I was supposed to drop it off at. Then we drove to this other store, picked up the stuff there, drove to a different location, dropped shit off there. And then I drove to a fourth location to work. So it was like so much coordinating, so many different addresses in my Airbnb. It was kind of like just doing them one at a time via the email. So I dropped Jad off at this lo- the first location with his stuff once, once all that other running around and coordinating is done. And so at the end of the day, we're going to go see Cam in St. Catherine. And I'm like, okay, I finished the thing. Jad's like, can you pick me up when you're done? I'm like, absolutely. I'll pick you up. We'll go back to the Airbnb. We'll change. We'll go there. So I'm, I'm leaving the location. I'm happy that the day is over and I'm driving. I drive back to the location that I dropped Jad off at. Jad's phone is dead at this point. Very important to the story. So I drive all the way half an hour across the city to the location I dropped Jad off at. He's like, he just basically told me before his phone died, I'll just be waiting for you in the little food court area. I'm like, groovy. Walk in the door, walk into the food court, don't see him. And at that exact moment is when I realize. Oh, this is the location that I dropped him off at. He has since worked, packed up, Ubered to a second location and worked there. Fuck. So I pull up my phone, look at, uh, look at the, the address and it's 25 minutes back. It was basically five minutes away from where I started. So now I drive, I drove 25 minutes past him drive 25 minutes back to the second location, the second location we're supposed to be at. I walk in there, walk into the food court and Jad's not there. And immediately I'm like, what the fuck is it? It better not be that third look. Like I'm just losing my fucking mind. I remember I screamed fuck. Like when, when I looked and saw that he's basically five minutes away from where I was, where basically if I'd just gone to get him, we'd be back at the Airbnb now because the second, the first location I dropped him off at, see like how complicated this shit is. First location I dropped him off at is around the corner from our Airbnb. So in my head, even the whole time I was talking to him earlier today saying, why do you need me to pick you up? You're like five, you're around the corner from the Airbnb. And he didn't argue with me about the second, about being five minutes away from the Airbnb. So my brain just keeps focusing on this one that I dropped them off at five minutes from the Airbnb and conversationally, whatever. So I'm just like, yeah, I'm just going back to that. My brain is, is mush from all the different places and pickups and drop-offs and all that shit all day long. They're not funny because I'm getting fucking mad, but, um, and I go into the second one and he's not there and I'm like, what the fuck? And I can't call him because his phone is dead. So I'm like, did you, cause at one point I'm like, it's been almost an hour since I left the store to go get him. And he knows in his mind, I'm five to 10 minutes away from where he is. So it's been an hour. Where the fuck am I? I'm hoping he didn't just call an Uber, get in and go back to the Airbnb. Right. Cause if I drive another half hour back to the Airbnb and he's not there, do I have to drive to the third? St- like, how do I find him? His fucking phone's dead. And so I, I, I just, I, I parked like right in the front hazards on, I don't see him. I go back into the car. I go park and I walk in the second entrance. Cause there's two, there's these Fratinos are set up. So there's like two side entrances instead of one center one. 
Um, and I walk into the second entrance and I walk right in and he's at the mobile shop there, the little cell phone store, uh, charging his cell phone. So I see him right away. I'm like, okay. And I just, I tell him the story. It's not his fault, but I just tell him the story. Cause I'm the one who fucked up and went to the wrong location, but it just, I'm just telling him that I'm like, fuck. So we drive back to the Airbnb, quick shower, quick change, and then head to cams in St. Catherine. So we lost, we lost probably an extra hour of my buddy because of all the shit fucking around. And cam can, can, you know, he listens to the podcast. So now he'll know sort of what was going on before we came over. But, um, so we went to see him. We just sat, we drank whiskey. We ate cup and char pizza. We, we shared stories. And then, um, Cam was gracious, uh, to, gracious enough to offer us the, uh, you know, the place for the night to, to, to crash. Unfortunately though, uh, with the double shift starting at 10 o'clock in the morning for Jad and us being about an hour away from uh, our Airbnb in St. Catharines, I'm like, yeah, we gotta, we gotta head back tonight. Just that way. We can sleep in the Airbnb, wake up, pack, because we had to leave the Airbnb before our shift, right? We're checking out that day. So we got to like try to get, you know, I think we left at one o'clock in the morning, got back for two, woke up at nine, uh, Jad lighter, lighter traveler than me. So he just had one bag to, to fill up and he's like, I'll leave that. I go, cool. I'm not working until one. So I'll pack the car. So I packed my shit. I'm, I'm taking my time, whatever. And I picked him up, drove him to the second location. So I knew exactly where the fuck he would be when the day was over so we could hit the road. So we had a full, very short sleep, full day of work and then, uh, drove home. So I think we got home at like 1230 in the morning, but it was a long weekend, a lot of work, a lot of running around. Um, good time though. I love hanging with that guy. Like I, I'm doing Jad and I are working together again this weekend, sharing a room again this weekend, uh, this time in Kingston. Uh, and I can tell you guys more about that, uh, later if necessary, but, um, yeah. So that's what we, uh, that's what we did there. So it was fun. It was good seeing my buddy cam. I wasn't going to be that close to him and not come for the visit. Um, Jad and I got to try nice bakery food and, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's funny too, because my boss who had given us all the work and was, was so cool about hanging out with us, uh, hope, um, well not hanging out with us, but just helping us out. And then she came to visit me at one of the stores, even though it was like a two hour drive, she was checking in on some of the stores and she just wanted to say hi. Cause we haven't worked together since, uh, mother's day in Ottawa last year. Hmm. So, um, yeah, we, uh, we saw her, I was like, oh, I want to do something nice. And, uh, and I thought, you know what? They don't have Fortinos in, uh, in, uh, Toronto where she's at. So I'm like, I really want to bring her some of these, these nice donuts and croissants. So I got her, uh, you know, I got her, um, half a dozen, uh, donuts there and they do these glazed croissants. I didn't even try them. Um, cause I was like, I, I can't, I can't try everything that I want to try. I tried a couple donuts and I'm, I'm good with that. Uh, bring them to her. Cause we were dropping off some assets to her place on the way by, uh, on our way home. And, uh, she's like, Oh, I can't eat. Uh, I can't do gluten. And I'm like, Oh fuck. So leave it to me to, to, to be like, Oh, let me do something nice for somebody. Here's something you can't have. Um, yeah. So let's just uh, move right on from the weekend. It was, it was fun and, and, and a nightmare at the same time. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I kind of really dig those things. We were, we were, we were going to try to get, uh, Chick-fil-A because it exists in Toronto. Jad wanted to try Chick-fil-A, but it's not open on Sundays, so we dodged a bullet there. Um, Monday, okay. Got home, needed a new phone. My phone's been giving me a hard time. It's got a, it had a, I love my iPhone, but it's it's had a, a bit of a glitch over the last year where every now and again, like if I watch something in landscape mode um, or vice versa, uh, in portrait mode, like a, like a video or something depends on the, the, the app. What'll happen is the app will kind of freeze the, the orientation. And for anyone who's immediately going, Oh, you just swipe down and you do your screen lock orientation. I, I was an Apple master where I worked. 
uh, trained by Apple. I'm very familiar with the screen lock orientation thing. Just to, just to disregard that in case you're thinking, well, I could have solved this problem in two seconds. No, it was not that I had, I had turned on the screen lock orientation. So, um, what would happen is I go to turn my phone and it just, it wouldn't flip even apps that flip like texts or, or, you know, uh, websites or whatever. And after like two, three hours, it would go back. So it didn't matter what app I opened up. Like if I was holding it in portrait mode and I double tapped it, like the screen, um, apps would, would float open to the side, like up, up and down, but not but outside, whatever the orientation of whatever app or thing I was using was backwards to the point, even where like I'd take a picture and the picture would be flipped upside down just for no reason. Um, so like there was clearly an issue. I took it to the Apple store months ago and they tried doing a reset and then I reinstalled everything or sorry, I, I, I restored off of a backup. Then it, it was still doing it again. And I came and I showed them. Uh, and the worst thing too, was like the first time I went in, I told them, but they, it wasn't happening at the time. So they couldn't see it. So they basically just didn't believe me. That's kind of how it works. If you can't recreate it. The second time it happened, I was sort of in the neighborhood. I came in right away. I found the guy I go, look, it's doing it right now. You see this, this is not the turns. Look, he would check it. The screen lock orientation. Okay, cool. So they replaced it for me. I restored it and it happened again. So after talking to them, they said, odds are it might be a bug that's found its way into your, um, your backup. So it's not that the, cause clearly it's happening again and I had new phone. So it wasn't like the phones, whatever gyroscope or whatever the fuck it is inside wasn't working. Like it's like, whatever this is, it's software because you just got a brand new phone reinstalled everything from their store and it's there. So they said, what you might have to do is wipe the phone and not restore, like not restore it. Like you can still log in with your Apple ID and password cause it won't be in that. Um, but something to do with the apps or whatever are causing some sort of bug in the phone from the restore. So what you need to do is get a new phone, log in with your Apple ID, all your pictures and everything will come back. Your, your, you know, all your, your settings for the most part, and settings is maybe the wrong word, but my passwords and shit like that, like all that stuff that's on the cloud is safe. Your files, your box, all that stuff's good, but you need to. You need to reinstall all the apps as opposed to coming off of a backup because whatever's in that backup is doing it. So that's what I got a new phone. Um, I, I was going to do that for the longest time, but to find like two days to just reinstall every app and put in every username and password. And I'm actually, I don't know if anyone else has got this, but I've had Apple so long that when I first got my Apple, my Apple ID was a different email address. So I had like partial bits from an old Apple ID and partial bits from my new Apple ID. The point now it's mostly all my new Apple ID, but certain games and stuff that I bought with the old Apple ID, I'd have to pay for again if I wanted. And I'm like, I'm not putting two Apple IDs on this. It's just not how it works anymore. It's been upgraded from that point, right? That old stuff has been melded into the restores. So, um, now it's just my one Apple ID, my, my stuff. I redownloaded the, the, the vast majority. I basically went through my old phone and, and wrote down every app that I had wrote down my settings, transferred off all of the onboarded content, right? Cause I can't back it up. I'm not restoring it from a backup. So I had to transfer all of the audio files and my comedy notes and things like that, that I re voice recorded off of it. It just, it took me so fucking long. It took me almost all day, Monday, all day, Tuesday to get everything done because you're not just downloading the apps. You have to put your username and passwords in. If I haven't, if I haven't entered my username and password in like five years, sometimes the password's wrong and I'd have to go through the password recovery for like each app or whatever. And, and you'd have to put your credit cards and stuff back on it too, for the Apple pages. It was just a ton of work. It wasn't stupid hard. It was just incredibly time consuming. 
So I got myself the Apple uh, 11 Pro Max, as I figured if you're getting an upgrade, why not just go with the state of the art for the time being? And it's uh, it's been a few years that I've been considering getting one of those, they called them the Apple Plus devices when they first came out. Um, I think the six was the first one that had that. So six, seven, uh, eight. I don't know if the eight, I don't know if the eight they made a plus version of. Um, you're right, right. And then there's the X and the XR and all that shit. So uh, I finally got the Max. So I got the uh, 11 Pro Max. It's bigger. I spend enough time, you know, now watching. You know, telling you guys about downloading shit on Netflix. I'm watching stuff on my phone a lot. Uh, a little bit bigger screen is nice, and of course, just reading emails and stuff in bed and watching YouTube videos and shit. I uh, I want the bigger screen. I'm going to see how it goes. At first I was like, you know what? I have an iPad. If I want a bigger screen, I'll use that. But I'll tell you, holding an iPad over your head in bed, you know, and I, uh, there's been times where I'm watching something or reading something and I feel myself nodding off and I've dropped the iPad on my face. Uh, you know, I, I can count on one hand how many times I've done it, but, um, I mean, it wakes you up. You start the going back to sleep process over again. That's for sure. So, uh, I got that. Uh, told you the thing about my face, I stick my face near it and it kind of unlocks for me. Um, but I don't know how I like that about security. Cause I've, again, I'm, I'm now sharing room with colleagues. I trust Jad, but I'm sharing room with colleagues and other comics and stuff like that. And do I really need somebody just trying to get into my shit while I'm sleeping? All they have to do is pick it up and hold it in front of me, right? The old way they need to touch my hand or they'd have to actually have come in physical contact with me, but now they don't. So we shall see. Um, I played games with Evan and Jess. We played a game called Mice and Mystics. The same day I spoke to my buddy Chris about it and how much I dislike it, and I dislike it even more now. Um, can't wait to... I think it might be the first board game I've ever bought that I might actually try to get rid of. Uh, no, might about it. I'm going to post it. If I can sell it, I'm going to do it. Um, yeah, so that's it. That's, that's what's going on with me. It's Wednesday. I'm sorry the podcast is late, but considering I've had zero emails about last week's being late and this week's being late that I, uh, I assume that if I want to wake up Wednesday and do it, you're still going to get it on Wednesday. You're just not getting it for work Wednesday. Um, I will try to be ahead of the, the game next week, but I'm going to a Christmas party on the 23rd. I'm going to a Christmas party on the 24th. I've got Christmas party stuff to do on the 25th. So I mean, I might have to put it out Christmas morning, but like I said, I doubt you guys are waking up Christmas morning going, Where, where's the one man podcast? No, you have, you have family and friends and loved ones to wake up to. And I think that doing it Christmas morning will be a very nice distraction. I might be a little melancholy and blue. I might be a little, I might be a little bitter. I don't know about, I don't know about bitter, but I might be a little bit just cynical. I'll try not to be, but I'm sure you get it. I'm sure you get it, right? You wake up alone on Christmas morning. That's not, that's not fun. Right. I don't get to have that home alone moment where I run down the stairs and go, my family's back. Right. That'd be nice. Fuck that. Actually, I'll be honest with you. That joke just hurt. Uh, <laughs> right. Cause I was just, that's the whole point of that. I'm like, oh yeah. But I was joking about myself about how, oh, my family, but I wasn't even thinking that until I made the remark. Oh, the pain of the holidays. I kind of wanted to put something out onto Facebook too. Um, I, I posted this new things to somebody like in my, my emails to, to bosses and stuff with the stuff, with the stuff, with the, uh, the marketing things. I just said, Hey, happy holidays. And then I put in brackets. I put like a little Santa emoji, a Christmas emoji, Christmas tree emoji, and a, and a gift emoji. And then I typed next to it or, um, a Chinese takeout container and chopsticks. <laughs> so it's like, Merry, you know, happy holidays, either Christmas or other. Cause everybody knows, right. If you don't celebrate Christmas, you're probably eating Chinese food. Even if you do celebrate Christmas, you might be eating Chinese food. We're doing that. But I was just, I was saying how, like, I don't have a dog in the fight, right? I'm not, I'm not Christian, never have been. 
but I just said Merry Christmas for years. So to me, it's just Christmas is free gifts and funny trees, but it's got it's got no religious connotation to me whatsoever. So I don't give a shit if you don't sell it, right? It. I'll fucking I'll I'll put up a Christmas tree, right? Beg Santa for presents and eat Chinese food, right? Best of both worlds. Best of both worlds. I'm diversifying my holiday portfolio, but that's what I've been putting on the shit. So. Um, I wanted to post on Facebook just to say, Hey, if there's anybody else uh, lonely out there on Christmas, just wanted to say, you know, Hey, if you, if you need to talk, you can talk to me, reach out, not necessarily podcast. I just mean like, you know, anybody, cause it does suck. I've had some, I've, I think the last two Christmases, I'm, I'm almost certain that the last two Christmases I was home by myself, uh, for Christmas. And, um, I know one of the like because jason jason's going away with noreen again this year they're leaving tomorrow kamar is already in kingston which where i'll be tomorrow um what else uh i don't know about simon simon usually goes to see his mom or something like that so all of the 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 misfits of the comedy orphanage you know go go and do something on christmas and as much as i have my mom in town my mom's place isn't exactly equipped for it and it's, I, I don't i don't want to be a prick but my mom she's not a hoarder she's just cluttery so I go to my mom's house and it's just, it's kind of, uh, in disarray. And I'll be honest with you when I'm trying to feel good on a lonely day, uh, just her place does not, as much as I love my mom, I, it just doesn't, it doesn't, uh, make me feel better, uh, being there. <laughs> Fuck. So, uh, I'm not alone. I have wonderful people like you guys in my life. Um, I'm just, uh, it's just not a great day. The last two years have been, been that, and we're going for the hat trick. The loneliness hat trick. Um, <laughs> fuck. It's not that bad. I, I, I think I'm selling it like I'm, I'm in a bad way more than I actually am. I'm not. It's just a bit of a bummer. I'm sure you get it, right? I'm not, I'm not sitting here like I'm going to, you know, go to sleep with a razor blade next to me. And if I wake up alone on Christmas, I'm just going to hack the fucking veins. Hack it. Um, no, it's just more, it's just disappointing. I'll, I'll get to a point in my life, I'm sure, where I find someone or I'll die. Uh, those are the two the two options. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I'm very lucky to have people in my life. I missed my friend's, uh, brunch. We were going to do a, uh, we do an annual brunch. Apparently a few other people backed out too. Um, I was in Hamilton, so I wasn't able to attend, but, uh, I hope they had a great time and I'm enjoying all the time I get to spend with all these people. It's nice. Like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm a different man now in the sense that when I was younger, like I could do traveling and go to a place and, and not see people. But now I'm at the point where like, um, you know, I know Chris, my buddy, Chris from the podcast is, uh, is off here and there during the winter. So, uh, you know, last week I recorded the episode with him. It's nice to see Chris, uh, when I'm in the Toronto area, I do what I can to see, uh, you know, red reds, a regular listener and contributor to the podcast. It was nice seeing her and her family. And sometimes it sucks because I'm there for like a night and that's it. But, but I'm putting the effort in and I hope everyone, you know, I don't want to say it's like, you know, recognize or anything. I just, I just, I hope people don't feel like I'm avoiding them because I just, I wish I could see everybody in my life that I want to see. It's nice to be able to see Mark, another regular contributor, listener to the podcast came over for a whiskey tasting with, uh, with the comic I work with Logan. We sat, sat around and sipping some whiskey. It was nice seeing him. Um, you know, Cam this last weekend, I was in the area. I, I went down to see Cam in, in St. Catharines. Like I do what I can to see the people in my life, but I know that just with, with comedy and, and whatnot, and I, I'd love to be writing comedy more than I am right now. It's kind of a, kind of a scary thing right now, uh, comedy for me, but you know, that's, uh, it says the life I chose, right? So there's a lot of loneliness and, uh, 
and long drives and, and time away from, from, you know, family and friends, but it's also gives me an opportunity to see uh, you guys too. Um, and to all the onesies who may be listening to this, there's, there's downloads from all over the planet. A uh, huge shout out to Nova Scotia again, absolutely crushing it. Um, you know what I mean? You guys are, you guys are dominating, uh, Quebec huge this month, Ontario. Hello. Where's my fucking the, where I live. My home should always be number one. I would think that enough people around me want to make it number one, but no, uh, USA West coast. Thank you very much. Michigan. Lots of downloads coming from Michigan. Really appreciate that. Uh, UK. Thank you for, uh, for your downloads, fun stuff like that. I really appreciate it. And I would love, I would love to get an email from somebody that I've, that's never emailed in before. If you actually are listening to this, please just send a hello. You could, if you don't want it read on the podcast, I cannot read it, but just tell me that. Just say, please don't read the podcast. Just wanted to say, hi, uh, I listen, whatever, just anything you want. Even just say, Hey, my name's John. I'm from here. And I listen, that's, that would be great. You know, use your real name. Don't, <laughs> don't use John. Um, so yeah, I, uh, I dig you guys, man. And I'm lucky to have you. Um, that's why I said, I want to reach out to some of the people on my social media and just say, Hey, you know, if you're alone, you know, it, it, it does suck to be alone. Some people try to be strong and maybe some people are strong. Maybe some people absolutely love being alone on Christmas. There could be some introverts and just these big family gatherings and cooking and decorating. And it's just, it's too much. They want to get up, you know, watch, watch movies in their underpants all day and, and not, but it might be the greatest thing in the world for them. Not me. I, uh, I love being with people that I care about and, you know, games and stories and, you know, holiday snacks and meals and things like that. I, I dig all that stuff. So, uh, and I miss it. I miss it because when the lady and I were together, she would have big, uh, big Christmas traditions and stuff like that, that I got to be a part of. Um, you know, it was, uh, it was great. It was great. Oh, sadness. Don't worry guys. We were only together for eight or nine years and they say it takes half the time. So you only have about four more years of my, uh, sadness to have to listen to. So boo hippity hoo. So <laughs> having said that guys, I will say that this week I'm in, uh, Kingston, right? I usually talk about after the sponsors, but I'm going to be in Kingston doing guest spots. So if you're in the Kingston area and you listen to the one man podcast, I will be doing guest spots Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night at absolute comedy in Kingston. I'll also be at absolute comedy in Ottawa on uh, December 28th. I'll be headlining, uh, the club, on the 28th of December here, just the one night only. It's just a little, little, uh, blip between, uh, boxing day and new year's. There's only three shows that, that particular week. And, uh, so they're getting local headliners. I will be there on the Saturday night. So you're looking for something to do Saturday, December 28th, uh, come to absolute comedy. And of course I will be recording my album and absolute comedy in Ottawa, my hometown, my home club, January 24th and 25th, but I will be there that entire week. So, uh, for all that fun stuff, check out absolutecomedy.ca. There's always great shows, Ottawa, Toronto, and Kingston. You get all your info at absolutecomedy.ca. Absolute Comedy is the best live stand-up comedy from across North America with locations in Kingston, Toronto, and Ottawa, Ontario. These comedians have been featured on Just for Laughs, Netflix, Comedy Central, CBC's The Debaters, Jimmy Kimmel Live, Conan, The Comedy Network, and much, much more. Go to absolutecomedy.ca to see this week's lineup. Planning a night out is easy with dinner and show packages available at all locations. Live comedy is a great choice if you're organizing a celebration, fundraiser, company outing, or corporate event. Want the show brought to you? They'll send comedians to your venue with performances tailored to your event, creating a night of laughs your guests will love and won't soon forget. 
So for showtimes, ticket prices, gift certificates, special shows, and more, head to absolutecomedy.ca. Again, that's absolutecomedy.ca for the best live stand-up comedy from across North America. And we're back. Did I forget anybody? I did not. I did not forget anybody. And since this is the very last episode before the holidays, I wanted to pick one of my, well, favorite sort of, well, I'll tell you what, one of my favorite series by DK. DK, by the way, is the sponsor. DK Darling Kindersley. That's DK.com in the States slash CA in Canada, or just Google DK books. You will find them. I love the books that are done with the partnership between DK and the Smithsonian. And so this month has been difficult trying to come up with uh, books, not come up with, it's trying to choose from the massive quantity that DK sent me. They actually just like, I, I, no expectation last week, just got uh, the star, the ultimate star Wars guy just popped into the mail. They were back ordered. Um, and then they just opened the door and then got the star Wars thing. I was like, that's fucking awesome. So uh, I haven't had a chance to look at that one yet. Um, star Wars comes out in the 20th. The last one, Rise of Skywalker, I may or may not see. That depends on, maybe I'll do that Christmas Day if I'm super fucking lonely. I'll just go sit in a theater like a fat piece of shit. <laughs> Watch Star Wars. Um, I love the DK Smithsonian books, okay? And I love animals. And I think a couple of years ago, the DK Smithsonian animal, animal came out. And uh, I picked that up from Costco because you can get great guys. You can get DK books at Costco, man. And they're like half the cover price. Some of these are stupid expensive. So you get yourself a lot of good shit by going to Costco. Um, But this one is called Zoology or Zoology, but I believe it's Zoology inside the secret world of animals. I love animals, um, not sexually. And I love the DK books especially the ones when they do animal stuff. Uh, they got the ocean one and they got the animal one. This one is the zoology. So it, it tells, you know, it goes in regular DK fashion, you know, going to the beginning from what is an animal and talking about evolution and stuff like that. The types of animals, everything from, uh, like they got clams and, sp- uh, pipe sponges, a sea squirt, which is an underwater bukkake. No, um, they talk about the different kinds of stuff. So yeah, I, 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 like I said, I could spend so much time on just each page. The imagery in these Smithsonian books is absolutely fucking beautiful. Um, they they refer to like old zoology because remember zoology is more about you know understanding the animals, not just hey here's animals. It's understanding them in the study of of well that's, you know what let's get a let's get a, a, a perfect description of what zoology is. I'm going to ask my new phone. Hey Siri, what is zoology? Zoology is the branch of psychology that studies the animal kingdom, including the structure, embryology, evolution, classification, habits, and distribution of all animals, both living and extinct, and how they interact with their ecosystems. Do you want me to keep reading? Yes. The term is derived from ancient Greek zon zoian, that is animal, and logos logos, that is knowledge study. Researchers in this field include Tad, the famous wine taster and founder of the Wine Society of Flor. Booyah. She's a better reader than I am. <laughs> so yeah. Um, uh, yeah, there you go. Well, it's, it's fucking zoology, right? It's the study. <laughs> I just try to make it sound stupid after she said it. Right. So they're showing things like prehistoric paintings and stuff like that. And you go, well, why that's not an animal? Well, because that's referring to the study. You know what I mean? Like they, they clearly wrote shit down and stuff like that. I mean, obviously it's not super scientific studies, but it was still referencing and, in, in you know, catalog, not cataloging, but 
chartering chronic chronicling is the word I'm looking for. Um, but yeah, I mean, this, this thing is crazy in the beginning. It's showing all sorts of different things about animal symmetry and, and radial symmetry, things like that. Um, and how it works in motion. So for example, they use jellyfish in this to sort of sort of show how the symmetry works in motion. Um, uh, there's a section on Darwinism too, uh, and Darwinists, but I, I, I really dig this. It talks about like, there's things about the structural adaptations too, like, uh, in rabbits, right. You know, over time, their legs got longer and, you know, they got taller and stuff like that to get through like, you know, winterish things, winterish cold, snowy climates. Um, they have section on frog body form, right. It's pretty neat. Sorry. I'm just flipping through to refresh myself on some of these things. They have sections on how birds fly. So again, uh, if you love animals, it's a great book for that. It shows you how wings work and animals and things like that. Um, but it's cool because like you can read a book about animals and it's just going to show you different animals and kind of tell you a little bit about that animal. This one, because it's about zoology, it, it focuses on different animals, but it focuses more on like, here's a, here's the, the, the workings of animals, right? Like showing orangutans, climbing trees and things like that. Primate hands are really interesting because we, a lot of people make comments about how our opposable thumbs are so important to us, but it talks about how they swing through, uh, swinging through trees and, and animals with pincers and, and the Ibexes, which are fucking weird mountain climbing goats. They barely, barely stand on anything, but hooves and vertebrate limbs. And, and I'm just flipping through just to remind myself because like every couple of pages, you get another brand new thing, smells and mammals, smells and this and that. So if you like animals and rather than a book, cause like I said, there's the Smithsonian one that came out a couple of years ago called animal was great. And it talks about animals, but this one is more about, I guess the more physiology of the animals. So if you like animals and you're like, well, what makes them tick and shit? And why are there so many goofy animals on the planet? And what's the, why would they have some of them have pincers and stingers? And besides what we know about how I uh, sting their prey or whatever, well, it's like, just what's, what makes them up guys, a wonderful gift. It's a great coffee table gift. So again, if you're hosting this holiday season, you want to get somebody something that, you know, they're into, if you're, they're an animal lover like me, and it's something that, you know, you just put down on your coffee table so that when you have guests over, it's something they can flip through while they're waiting for you to go get the turkey out of the oven or whatever, uh, zoology inside the secret world of animals from DK. And of course their regular partner, the Smithsonian, Jesus, uh, sorry, it's the carbonated water. Um, it's a great gift and I, I can't recommend it more. I I'm excited to finish it. I basically... I'm looking at 400 page books every week and lucky for me, there's enough imagery on them that it makes it a little fast. I can get a good way through them, but, uh, I, I never get them entirely finished before the podcast. So sometimes I'll skip ahead to other sections, uh, knowing I can go back, but I love these DK books. My shelves are filled with them. I'm, I'm absolutely thrilled to have them in my collection. And, uh, and I know you guys would be too, uh, great books. And I believe, I believe that you can find zoology at Costco, uh, right now. Um, so you want to save half the cover price, go get it at Costco. Um, this week going to Kingston Thursday, Friday, Saturday in Kingston, uh, sorry, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday in Kingston. I will be doing those outdoor demos again, uh, different team lead. We'll be out in the cold, giving away fun stuff. So if you're in the area, I'm actually like kitty corner away from Costco's or not Costco, um, absolute comedy in Kingston. So you could throw a stone and hit the club. So it's cool that I'm right there so I can do my thing and then fly across the street to do, um, to do some comedy, but, uh, yeah, I'm excited to be there. Um, and then, uh, next weekend, early in the week, I get to see my buddy, Sean and his lovely lady who came and did a tasting with me. We will be at, um, 
at their place. They're having a holiday party on Monday, Tuesday. I'll be at my brother's house. My mom, my dad, my brother, his wife, the new kiddo. We'll be there playing some, uh, some board games, having some snacks. It's going to be a lot of fun. Really looking forward to it. And, um, and then yeah, Christmas, Christmas day, um, you know, or holiday day or whatever the hell you want to call it. All I, all I can say is I hope that you guys are having a great season. I hope that you're enjoying life. Um, you know, I hope that you, you know, uh, uh, really honest to God, if you hear this episode and you feel a little blue at the holidays, reach out. I know I didn't paint the loneliness as a, as all that much. I just, I don't want anybody I've been there. I don't want anyone to feel alone or, or upset. It can really get you down. Um, so, you know, Hey, if you want to reach out, contact the one man podcast.com, or if you know, you're somebody who is closer to me and, and you, you know, you can contact me on Facebook or call me, um, just, just reach out. All right. Don't be alone and sad. Give me a fucking ring. We'll go watch star Wars or something stupid together. You know what I mean? We don't you know. I have to be alone. This is not, this is not you saving me by the way. I'm just saying, uh, you know, if, if it really, if it's getting tough and you feel like you just, I, you just can't just talk to me, just give me a call, reach out, email me, whatever. And, uh, and we'll see if we can't get you through it, you know? Cause like I said, I've been there. I know how much it sucks. I, uh, I really hope that I don't get good at being alone on, on the holidays. It's still, it still kind of sucks, but you know, it's not my first I've, I've lived through them before and I'll live through them again, I'm sure. So, um, at the same time for, for you guys who, you know, maybe something's, you know, maybe just sucks for whatever reason, just, uh, reach out if you need a kindred spirit. That's all. I mean. That's all I'm driving at there. So uh, you guys have a great week. Happy holidays, whatever you're celebrating. Um, and I will chat with you again on uh, on Christmas. Okay? Take care, guys. Have a great week. This next song is called Scar on the Sky, which is on a record called Carry On. I told you about that record. It, it doesn't sound really like this version, but I like doing it like this. As I find a scar upon the sky
blood. Around. 